Blog Talk Radio. The following is a NEC NFL Draft Bible exclusive. Dave Schumann here with Rick Saratella, Sports Tech Guys, episode 21. Rick, what's going on, buddy? Oh, man, can't stop, won't stop. So much good stuff going on. All excited. we got a great show lined up today. And, of course, tomorrow we'll be broadcasting live on location at the NEC Media Day Northeast Conference, Football Media Day at the Meadowlands. MetLife Stadium will be on location balls-to-the-wall coverage with that. And then, of course, our big blue kickoff party at nighttime at Miami Mike Sports Zone. We're going to be talking to uh, Kerry Wynn, one of those starting defensive linemen for the Giants. We'll be uh, doing a little Q&A, live streaming that, of course, involving all the technology that we possibly can. No doubt about it. Got the top prospect camp this weekend. Uh, we'll be there. We'll be streaming all kinds of live things. I don't know if you saw the NEC uh, um, schedule, but all of a sudden they're doing some Periscope after us. Telling, ah, yeah, it's I saw great that. to be on. Yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say, you know, and I'll just take it as a compliment. And feels good to be a trendsetter, and uh, that's what we do is, you know, bring innovative ideas. And hey, you know what? Good to see a smaller conference. Uh, do that because uh, they need to find innovative ways to stay relevant. They're, they're not the SEC media day where it's a week-long conference. And, of course, we'll be up uh, July, August 1st into the August 2nd, actually. We'll be at the AAC media day up in Providence, Rhode Island. Now I'm curious to see if they incorporate some of the social media uh, live stream video content, which is going to be a big topic for today's episode. But before we dive into that, you know, Dave, I just do want to take a second here to kind of express to everybody uh, the big things that we got going on and what we're doing here with the sports technology platform. And shout out to all the people that have reached out and wanted to get involved and on board. But there's going to be so much big opportunity with some of the announcements we got going on. And our audience, for those sponsors or advertisers out there that want to hit millions of people in a short period of time, I mean, we have almost 10 million views on the YouTube page. Uh, we do over a thousand live streams during this episode, and then you know tens of thousands of downloads uh, throughout the week on iTunes, on Periscope, on Twitter. So just contact Dave Schumann or myself, Rick Saratella. Uh, I'm RIC at NFL Draft Bible. You can get at me on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible. Dave's at NUC Football, and I know you know you got a bunch of different emails, Dave. So I don't know which one you want to throw out there, but I just wanted to get that out there to the people. Yeah, you can email me at uh, Dave at iAthletes.com or Dave at NUCSports.com. Um, we got some big things coming, so stay with us and stay alive. So, so talk to me about video. What, what, what were you saying was going on big in video today? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, like you said, is trying to get a piece of this pie. And we talked yesterday on yesterday's podcast. One of the things we discussed was how more and more our YouTube videos are being streamed via uh, smartphones and people watching uh, phone, you know, video 
online via their phone. And I think that's a bigger and bigger trend. So what you're seeing, uh, like we just said, NEC is going to do some Periscope live streaming. I just saw yesterday that uh, the Player Tribune, which is Derek Jeter's website, and if you're not familiar out there listening, you know, Jeter has a website, which is basically a platform for athletes to write their own articles, tell their own stories. Instead of having a media slant, you're, you're basically you're getting the story straight from the horse's mouth. And that's a new platform, you know, maybe a year or two, you know, since he retired, he's had this. So the next plunge they are taking is now a 360 virtual reality in partnership with Samsung to create uh, original content for the Player Tribune website. So obviously Samsung with their 360 virtual reality uh, programming is, is looking for a way to get programming content out there. Who better to partner with than Derek Jeter? And with Jeter, you know, he can tie in the technology to some high-profile athletes. I see Von Miller is one of the athletes already signed up on board for this project. So I thought that was one unique uh, online video platform taking place. And I have some others, but I'll let you chime in and comment on that one. And are they compensating uh, uh, people for that? Or is that, you know, is that something that's not, they're not compensating for? As far as I know, the player tribune has, has basically used Derek Jeter's contacts and his name brand. And like I said, it's a unique platform. I know Peter King dabbles with letting players write for his uh, Monday morning quarterback website, but there aren't too many platforms like this. And I think because it's unique and because it's Derek Jeter, up until this point, they've been able to get away without paying anybody. Um, we did, however, post in the, in the Facebook group yesterday or today that you know Facebook Live is, is, is doling out more money uh, maybe staying away from some of the A-list celebrities, but what you're seeing now is some of the YouTube sensations and some of the social media stars, they're actually shelling out millions of dollars. So Facebook is paying the Players' Tribune, as far as I know, is not. Okay, I got you. All right, well, um, uh, that's interesting. I guess that's uh, something new in, in, in the tech space. What, what else is going on that you've seen today? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the NBA sticking on that theme. Like I said, I have a couple of, uh, of, of these things here that came across uh, within the last 24 hours. But NBA plans to produce live shows now strictly for Twitter. So it won't be broadcasted on NBA.com. It won't be on NBA TV. This is original programming uh, strictly for Twitter. And I think this is something kind of where you, you see the team stream. Uh, Bleacher Report has a, a team stream for every team. I think the NBA will have their own uh, platform and, and, you know, whether they choose to use Twitter or other social media platforms, I thought it was interesting that, you know, they are creating original content strictly geared towards Twitter, Twitter continuing to knock down doors, especially with these uh, main (coughs) sports leagues to get some content under their belt with the live streaming. And then Snapchat is uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses. They are now shopping uh, big-time deals with with mega media companies and uh, shopping around Hollywood for the rights to original programming on Snapchat. And then the last one I thought uh, our uh, listening audience might like, you know, we saw All or Nothing with the Cardinals, very cool show, Uh, all the drama taken out of it for me personally because I knew the end result, right? So at the end of the day, I knew what was going to happen. 
Uh, we see Eastern Mississippi is going to do a show on Netflix with with one of those, you know, community colleges. But I thought this was interesting. Showtime, who also just announced they're going to bring back inside the NFL for another season, and they're bringing back the original, you know, the cast from last year. But they now have a show with Florida State University this upcoming season where each week they will air a 30-minute chronicling the Seminoles' chase for the national championship. And, um, you know, this has never been done before on the collegiate level. We've seen Hard Knocks do it in training camp. We saw the Cardinals do it, but release it a year after. This will actually be week by week chronicling behind the scenes Florida State University as, you know, they attempt to capture the national championship and the Showtime landed the rights to that. So those are some pretty intriguing things that I thought, you know, mainstream uh, sports associations partnering up with, with mainstream social media and online network programming. Very interesting stuff. I, uh, any, any updates in the Pokemon space at all? You know, every day Pokemon is, is coming out with more and more phenomenal sensationalized stories and people dying, of course. But the big thing we posted in the Facebook group you know, there was an in-depth article on how, you know, sports teams can take away uh, lessons from the Pokemon phenomenon, how they can introduce augmented reality into some of the teaching methods at the professional uh, sports level. So there's an in-depth article on that. Uh, also, the virtual reality headset, which has been a big, big topic of conversation. I posted a couple different articles on the pros and cons, but there's really – you know, if somebody out there really wants to learn more in depth about the intricacies of the virtual reality headset, some of the technologies and some of the innovations that they're, you know, striving for where they're trying to take it in the future, there's a really elaborate article in the Facebook group and we'll get that syndicated on the sports tech guys uh, Twitter handle as well. But I thought it was really a good in depth breakdown. We could probably spend a whole episode on that. I would just drive people to the Facebook group and tell them to go check out that article. So a couple of interesting things there, but yeah, the Pokemon phenomenon, uh, there's already a, a new game coming out. I forget the name offhand. There's an article on that, that, you know, people, you know, some of these e-gamers and video game reviewers, the fiscal and Ebert of the video games are saying this is going to be even more popular than Pokemon. So you can check that out as well in the Facebook group. Um, Yahoo! I, I, I saw a post with you on Yahoo, and I think it's 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 real interesting um, because and this, this is a, as much of a sports tech right, issue as it is uh, a business issue. Yahoo has a write-off from Tumblr, okay? Which I have never. I don't know if you've used Tumblr at all. I have never ever ever understood what made Tumblr any good. I've never understood to this day. I don't understand. And nobody in sports and social media uses it as much as I do. Nobody. I cannot figure out how Tumblr creates any value for anybody. So I was not surprised to 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 see uh that that part with Tumblr, but it's so weird in how Marissa Meyer, who is the CEO of Tumblr, this will obviously open and ensure me never getting a job at Yahoo, by the way, as long as they're alive. But time and time again has absolutely no clue 
as to the trends in technology, absolutely no clue as to what to acquire in technology, has taken their company into a content-driven platform, which for them makes no long-term money, got their asses kicked in search, okay? Absolutely got their asses kicked in search. Where does a company like Yahoo go? What do they do? What do they need to do to, to get with the with the time for anything that can help them uh, in the sports and technology space? Because they do have a big presence in sports, and they have a huge presence in fantasy football and other fantasy sports. Right, when they choose to, and I think that's the key thing. And you know, I know we we've dealt with our own frustrations about just their football coverage and specifically their draft coverage and trying to help them. And, you know, they chose to go a different route, didn't work out, didn't really go as planned. And uh, it's just, you know, and I believe that was a billion dollar acquisition with the Tumblr situation. But, you know, the bottom line is this. I mean, when you have a company that keeps turning over CEO after CEO after CEO, I mean, I think there was an 18 month span where they had like three different CEOs and, you're constantly having new leadership and you're spending more time uh, setting the new tone, setting down the guidelines and really a different direction every, every six months or so. But I think what, what you're seeing from Yahoo now is more of aggregating content and trying to sell off their assets. And I think they just basically have to start from scratch all over again and, and sell off as many assets as they can start from the basic ground floor type of model that they had, you know, use their search engine op- optimization skills to grow it back to what it once was. But, you know, I remember when they had legitimate, credible reporters, guys, you know, such as Jason Cole and uh, a lot of other reputable writers. Now they have nothing. Now they just, you know, recycle content from, you know, it seems that everybody just wants to link into to popular links and drive traffic. Nobody cares about quality or credibility. And I think Yahoo is just, the latest, you know, you go check out an article there, and then when you scroll down, there's a million sensationalized headlines that are just bullshit crap that I don't want to be bothered with, and that's kind of where content has gone with, as far as their sports content, I don't even check it out no more, and it's a shame because they were uh, actually one of the innovators of the daily sports phenomenon. I remember you could play daily fantasy sports back in, like, the 90s in Yahoo!, and then they got rid of it for many years, and now they're trying to bring it back. But, again, they had something sitting in their lap. You know, they had something great, and, and they had something great that slapped them in the face, and they didn't even realize it. So, again, they dropped the ball there. That could have been a big to-do, and they just got rid of it. It seems like there's no strategy as None. to – yeah, how to handle it. I mean, is, is Yahoo any different than, uh, I don't know, CNN SI without, without, the, uh, um, without the TV network? You know, yeah, so Yahoo has to attach to, uh, I think they attach to NBC. I think that's, like, who they work with. But I don't know when they get sold or whatever is going on. But it's, it just doesn't seem like there's anything – that's going on. That's any good for uh, for them as a company. And I, I honestly, I have no idea how they even stay in business because obviously they must be getting advertising dollars. But why would an advertiser even spend? I mean, 
you got you, you got to question some of the corporate people out there when they spend the money with Yahoo for what? Like, what are you spending money for with Yahoo? Why would you spend a dime there? You're not getting any return. Nobody goes on there for any any length of time. Nobody goes on there to get any information. And there's no articles of any value anymore. I mean, you're, what you just said is 100% correct. Um, you know, if you want to get your blurbs, you go to uh, uh, your quick your quick hit and blurbs that get regurgitated in football. There's already sites that you can go to uh, for that and uh, and get the quick hitters, you know. And the, that's where you put your money from, from an advertising standpoint. So this is an important thing from a content provider standpoint and – from with the new emerging technologies, then what you're seeing with Pokemon Go and virtual reality and augmented reality, and I harp on this over and over again, uh, video, which you brought to the forefront for today's conversation, video and the different forms that video come in, whether it's just regular 2D, uh, whether it's 3D with reality or, or anything like that, or it's, um, or it's somewhere in between, uh, video is definitely, and, and you're better off spending money in video that has a following, that has interaction in its following, um, versus a gigantic audience where you get no return. Because the way that the, the technology is going, that intimacy, people want that intimacy. People want to know that they're getting their information for somebody that they can actually interact with them and that, you know, the advertising comes into to that form. The mass, the mass marketplace, I mean, you could go to Twitter and just get uh, uh, updates on a million different things. Um, you could go to one of the main uh, platforms and get updates. I think, I mean, for example, I'll even go as far as to say to ESPN, which obviously is the lead content provider both, um, uh, you know, through your your phones and your and your smart smart this smart that and your computers to watch games and stuff and the leading content provider obviously on TV for sports. When it comes to content online outside of video, um, the the confines of the website or even on a mobile platform, the content that gets put together. Is not is not making people come to read that content. It's just about eyeballs and hits. And exactly, exactly right. That's what it's all about. And the value of quality content has been devalued because a sensationalized headline is more valuable than quality content. And you know, at, at some point in time. This whole transition where Bleacher Report started as a, a fan community and they eventually made enough money where they can hire credible reporters. But at some point in time, you had all these armchair beat reporters who, you know, started covering teams from the, you know, couch of their living room and now everybody's an expert. And so because of that, the audience has become numb to garbage reporting, third-hand, fourth-hand, fifth-hand information. And really, it's just regurgitation. Uh, somebody puts out a, 
a story and you got a bunch of 20 dick riding websites that aggregate the same friggin title and just reword it and use that same story. They copy and paste the quotes. Nobody's doing their work. Nobody cares. Nobody uses original photos. And it's just that, that whole, I remember, you know, photo credentialing and having to reach out to schools and dealing with SIDs and athletic directors to get access to be able to use a friggin' action photo shot. And now, you know, people like Bleacher Report just came and, and changed the rules. And because of that, you have watered down content and people just numb to it because they don't even care if you give them an in-depth firsthand story. Uh, does it have uh, cool pictures? Does it have cool video? And I think that's what, you know, a lot of what we've been transitioning to as well is, is bringing you uh, original content, behind the scenes access, getting to see athletes with their guard down a little bit, getting to know them off the playing field without their helmet on and getting to know the personal side of them too. But that's, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Yeah. And again, as much of it is real time, like for, so Periscope, which I use at Facebook live, like we can't, there's no advertising platform for us right now to make money or offer anything with our original content to people on Periscope, or uh, which I guess is is Twitter, or or to people on Facebook. So it's one of those things where um, you know you get the original content, right? You put that original content together in real time, which is the, that's the value to people. People, you know, they want to go listen to it after maybe, but there's nothing cooler than seeing something in 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 real time and getting that in real time, and. Uh, the, the, the advertising platforms are behind the curve uh, on, on the real-time aspect of things. I think, I think um, you know, they haven't figured out yet how do I plug in advertising, which seems pretty easy. I mean, I, you know, I, I can see the many ways that you can plug in advertising just in the shows that we do. Getting regular content, I mean, if you're, if you're a, um, a group like uh, Starters, right, we talk about, or Striver, and, and, you know, we have a 1,000 people at a clip uh, with me and, 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 and you know, another 1,000 with you watching things live, you know, there's a value. There's probably a 1000 to $2,000 value just on that show, and you're going to reach people uh, on it. There's no yet platform that we can go and, and integrate advertising on it, um, which, which is a shame, and I'm sure there will be at some point. But that goes back to my whole thing with, like, Yahoo can't be, you know, that's where they come from, advertising. They can't be come up with real solutions to things from a business standpoint. You know Google will come up to something. It, whenever Google gets around to it, they're going where the dollars are. But uh, that people can't come up with a real, real dollar value solution on things is, 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 is pretty amazing within real time. Pokemon comes out with something, boom. It, it, it blows up, and then and then people um, try McDonald's. to figure out how do I advertise in that uh, on, on that platform. But you saw you saw McDonald's take advantage of it and say, hey, you know, we'll we'll sponsor Pokemon, and hey, we'll have the Pokemon characters hang out in McDonald's. So now they're going to drive foot traffic these millennials into McDonald's because they're going to go to McDonald's to capture Pokemon while they're there. They'll, they'll order a value meal. No doubt about it. Absolutely. 
No doubt about it. We got about a minute left. Any last things you want to wrap up on? Well, no, I thought the, the video insertion thing, I think there's a race, there's an arms race for that. You know, a, a lot of companies are working on being able to insert live video advertising. And to your point, you know, as far as what we can do with, with our advertising right now, we, we got to go out and, and uh, you know, if people want to sponsor some clothing for us, we got some clothing advertising in the works. If, you know, people want to be drink sponsors or water sponsors, we can incorporate that into our live broadcast. But in terms of being able to actually insert uh, live video ads, I mean, that's going to be something that blows the roof off the building once that becomes attainable for uh, a lot of these mainstream media outlets. No doubt about it. Well, that's another episode. I mean, we move around the horn fast. If you don't get on board with us, you'll, you'll miss out. 30 minutes, fast and furious. We'll be on tomorrow live from the NEC Conference Media Day tomorrow, MetLife Stadium. Till tomorrow, everybody. The following is a NEC NFL Draft Bible exclusive.